RTHK, the news at 1 o'clock with Andrew Shirovsky. The headlines, a spokesman from the restaurant trade warns Christmas takings could plunge by up to 40% if COVID restrictions aren't eased. The transport chief hails the new Chunkwano Lamtin Tunnel for speeding up the flow of traffic. And from tomorrow, mainland authorities say they'll end the use of a COVID traffic uh, tracking app. The president of the Federation of Restaurants has warned that business over the Christmas period could be down up to 40% if COVID restrictions are not further eased. Simon Wong told RTHK's Backchat program that he was disappointed limits on the size of banquets were still in place. In December, we have a lot of banquets going on, but uh, we can only, you know, accommodate 240 guests in a party. Consider that previously we can do an average of, say, 40 tables or close to 500 people per party in average. But now we can only do uh, 240 people. Uh, the business uh, obviously uh, will be reduced by at least uh, 40%. A doctor from the Hong Kong Anti-Cancer Society has urged the government not to allow an increase in COVID cases to disrupt support for cancer patients. Dr. Rico Liu was commenting after the society found 60% of 250 caregivers it surveyed were depressed and showed increased anxiety levels. Hong Kong reported nearly 15,000 new COVID cases yesterday, a level not seen since the fifth wave in March. At the peak of infections previously, public hospitals scaled back services for non-emergency patients. Dr. Liu cautioned against this. I think the government can do more at the point of ensuring the community support and community resources stay open even in the future during whatever pandemic that might happen again. Because during this pandemic, there are facilities that's closed, that's changed in the opening times that reduces the community support to the carers. So I think the government can make sure in the future to keep those facilities, keep those resources open for the carers. Mainland authorities will retire an app used to track COVID-19 contacts from tomorrow. It's the latest in a series of moves by authorities there to ease coronavirus rules. Joanne Wong reports. The communications itinerary card tracks whether someone has been to a high-risk area in the past seven days based on their phone signal. It's been in operation for more than two years. The move to retire the app comes as the daily caseload across the border headed south. The number of local symptomatic and asymptomatic cases totaled 8,626 for the day, down from more than 10,000 the day before. No new deaths were reported. Health officials in Hong Kong and across the border have cautioned people against stockpiling COVID medication. Yesterday, Secretary for Health Lo Chung Mao sought to ease fears of a shortage of paracetamol in Hong Kong, saying public hospitals had plenty of stock. In Guangdong, local officials said they were monitoring the supply of medicines as long lines sprung up outside pharmacies. This Guangdong pharmacist reassured customers over supplies. There have been times when we've run out of stock because demand has significantly increased. But we have made some adjustments. So if we run out of certain items, they will be restocked the next morning. The government says it issued fines of $10,000 each to five people after conducting an operation at a Kwai Chung building to check for compliance with a testing order. 
This morning, staff checked over 300 people at Kwai Fung House in Kwai Chung and found 14 had failed to comply with the earlier notice. Transport Commissioner Rosanna Law says the new Chung Kwan O Lam Tin Tunnel is operating smoothly and successfully diverting traffic from the old Chung Kwan O Tunnel. The toll-free tunnel with a connecting bridge officially opened yesterday, but experienced congestion due to a minor traffic accident. Ms. Law told a radio program that the traffic was flowing at three times its usual speed this morning, which indicated reduced congestion. But she said it would take some time for drivers to familiarize themselves with the new route. Some drivers misunderstood some road signs and changed lanes when heading towards Kowloon East. But actually, two of the lanes can reach Kowloon East. So we've added a new road sign and double white lines last night to prevent people changing lanes when heading towards Kowloon East. From our observations this morning, we could see that the situation had already improved. Overseas, relatives of the victims of the 1988 Lockerbie bombing have had mixed reactions about the U.S. arrest of a Libyan suspected of making the bomb that destroyed the Pan Am plane over the Scottish town. The Reverend John Mosey, whose daughter was killed, questioned the U.S. handling of Abu Ajela Musud. First of all, why is it taking so long? Secondly, um, what's he doing in America? This was a, a, a crime committed on Scottish, well, above Scottish soil, but which came to land on Scottish soil. Uh, therefore, it's the responsibility of the Scottish legal system. Stephanie Bernstein, whose husband died in the attack, welcomed the news that one of those suspected of killing 270 people could face justice in the U.S. I thought I was dreaming. I did not think it was real because of the chaotic situation in Libya, because the U.S. has no extradition treaty with Libya, because there are a number of militias who are controlling various aspects of life in Libya. I would say that most of us were, were quite pessimistic that this man would be brought to the U.S. to stand trial. Germany is to tighten gun laws following the suspected attempt to overthrow the government by far-right extremists known as Reichsburger. The interior minister said they were not harmless crazy people but suspected terrorists, and all state authorities had to exert pressure to remove their weapons. The BBC's Hugh Morgan reports. Last Wednesday, police arrested 25 people accused of involvement in a plot to overthrow the German state. Dozens of homes were raided and weapons seized. The Interior Minister, Nancy Faeser, says more than a 1,000 people close to the Reichsburger have already lost their gun licence. But she says the government now needs tighter gun controls to disarm those who intend to harm Germany and its democratic institutions. The Secret Service says the number of people close to the Reichsburger has risen to 23,000. It estimates that about 10% of them are potentially violent. The European Union Economy Commissioner Paolo Gentiloni says the emerging scandal over suspected corruption and money laundering at the European Parliament is seriously damaging to the institution's reputation. He was speaking after Belgian prosecutors charged four people in connection with the investigation. It centers on suspicions that a Gulf state, reportedly Qatar, tried to bribe people at the European Parliament with substantial amounts of money or gifts. The Danish MEP Niels Fulsang said the revelations were very concerning. It's incredibly damaging to the European Union if we can be bought, if members of the European Parliament or other politicians can be bought to say certain things or to vote in certain ways 
that's a disgrace and it makes Europe weaker. So it's in everybody's interest that we get to the bottom of this and adopt rules to make sure that such things must never happen. President Vucic of Serbia has called for dialogue between ethnic Albanians and Serbs in Kosovo in an attempt to preserve peace in the region. On Saturday, a stun grenade was thrown at EU police in northern Kosovo, and local police exchanged fire with unknown groups. The Serbian president appealed for dialogue after a meeting with the country's National Security Council. Today at the meeting, we discussed what we have to do. What is important to us is that we invite the Albanians, but we also invite the Serbs, of course, to preserve peace. I call on the Serbs to be calm and peaceful and not to fall foul to provocations. NATO and the EU have also called on all parties to avoid provocations. Serbia refuses to recognize Kosovo's independence. NASA's uncrewed Orion capsule has splashed down in the Pacific, ending its three-week test mission around the moon. The space agency aims to return astronauts there and will focus on how Orion's heat shield coped after sustaining high temperatures on re-entry into Earth's atmosphere. NASA's administrator, Bill Nelson, called it a great day for space exploration. Fifty years ago, we went as a country, as a government. Today, we go with not only international partners, but also commercial partners. And so uh, it is the beginning of the new beginning, and that is to explore the heavens. Authorities in Guatemala briefly suspended flights into its main international airport and closed a major road near the capital yesterday following the eruption of Fuego Volcano. Volcanic activity is expected to increase. Here's the BBC's Leonardo Roja. Cars and houses in the area have been covered by thick ash since the eruption, which began in September, entered a new phase on Saturday evening. People have been told to avoid the region. The Fuego is one of Central America's most active volcanoes. It lies some 40 kilometers west of the capital, Guatemala City. Its last deadly eruption happened four years ago, when some 200 people who lived in small communities on the volcano slopes were buried by a mix of volcanic ash, lava and mud. UK nurses are set to walk out on a strike for the first time in their union's 106-year history this week, insisting the action is a last resort. Up to 100,000 members of the Royal College of Nursing in England, Wales and Northern Ireland will hold a one-day stoppage on Thursday after rejecting a government pay offer. It wants a pay rise significantly above inflation, which surged to a 41-year high of over 11% in October. The government maintains... That is unaffordable. And now to sports. The Philadelphia Eagles are the first NFL team to clinch a place in the playoffs. They crushed the New York Giants 48-22 to for a league-leading 12th win of the season. Jalen Hurts improved his MVP credentials by throwing for 270 yards in the win. Our U.S. sports commentator, Ray Jovanovich, says the Eagles' success has caught many by surprise. The Eagles continue to impress and prove why they are the best team in the NFL. Despite stumbling a couple of weeks ago, the Eagles have just piled on the points and, as you mentioned, crushed the New York Giants, a division rival. The Eagles are truly the NFC's best team. It was really a dogfight between the Eagles and the Vikings, along with the San Francisco 49ers. But the Eagles, behind that potent offense led by quarterback Jalen Hurts, 
really impressing the entire NFL with the way in which they played. And they've come from nowhere. Remember, at the beginning of the season, not one analyst picked the uh, Philadelphia Eagles to really be a contender this year for the Super Bowl championship. The Dallas Cowboys kept pace with the Eagles by winning their fifth game in a row, beating the Texas Texans 27-23. to The Cowboys improved to 10-3, and sharing that record with the Minnesota Vikings, who were beaten 34-23 by the Detroit Lions. The San Francisco 49ers continue to lead the way in the NFC West thanks to a 35-7 thrashing of Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. In the AFC, the Kansas City Chiefs outlasted the Denver Broncos 34-28, to while the Buffalo Bills got past the New York Jets 20-12. to The Bills improved to 10-3 and at the top of the AFC East. And now to the FIFA World Cup. After all the excitement of the quarterfinals, it's time for the teams and the fans of the four remaining nations to take a breath ahead of the two semifinal games. Croatia take on Argentina tomorrow, while Morocco play France on Wednesday. England and Portugal are two teams going home after Saturday's quarterfinal quarterfinal defeat. The attention has turned to the future of their respective managers. Here's the BBC's Maz Faruqi. Gareth Southgate, the England manager, recently signed a new long-term deal with the English Football Association. They've been very happy with what he's been doing, although England got knocked out at the quarterfinals of this World Cup. The FA saying today that they're very keen for Gareth Southgate to continue in charge to take England through to the next European Championship, which is obviously in 18 months' time in Germany. He said he's going to take some time away and reflect on what he wants to do next. Fernando Santos is a very interesting point. In charge of Portugal, obviously, for a much longer period of time. He has had success, led them to the 2016 European title. They have had some patchy World Cup displays, though, as well. And you imagine that if the Portuguese FA decide they do want to freshen things up, again, because it's only 18 months away to that European Championship, they're going to have to opt to do that rather quickly. So the decision's there to be made, I think, for the Portuguese FA. Australia's cricketers wrapped up a series victory against West Indies, winning by 419 runs in the day-night test in Adelaide. Marnus Labushagne was a star in the 2-0 series win, scoring 502 runs and averaging 167 across his four innings. He says he's already looking forward to their three-match series coming up against South Africa, which begins on Friday. Yeah, it's nice to be going through a, a patch where you're scoring runs consistently and uh, the team's winning consistently. It, it's probably one of those things, yeah, you sit back at the end of your career and, and you look at and you really, you know, can, it can really sink in. Um, at the moment, you know, it, it's so you're almost already preparing for the next match, the next series. Um, but, yeah, it certainly um, has been a, a nice series for myself. But we've got a massive series coming up against South Africa, um, so hopefully I can get the form to continue. Temperature right now is 18 degrees, relative humidity 55%. The news, weather and sports from RTHK. The Brew with Phil Whelan on Radio 3. He's got a pen in his hand. A piece of paper staring back He could write like a man And novel lies back on track Maybe a drama or a poem But still he doesn't know The time is ticking in his ear The holy silence disappears 
Radio 3, The Brew for a Monday afternoon. Very nearly 20 minutes past one. Live music from Veronica Lynn in about 10 or so. But right now it's Magic Man. <laughs> 